The title of my sermon this morning is The Key to Life. Last week, Chris brought a message, and if you weren't here last week, I challenge you to find it online, find it on the website, and listen to it. I told him, I said, I don't know if it was your best sermon ever, but it was definitely up there. It was incredible. So if you haven't listened to it, go and listen to it, please. So then he made me have to work extra hard this week to make sure that I'm bringing something good. That's why I started with a joke to get you guys, you know, the bar down here. Okay. The key to life. There's been so many times in my life that I just go through and I make decisions. I do this and I do that. And I do it in my own strength, in my own knowledge, in my own wants. You know, I think all of us have bought a car that we go, man, I wish I wouldn't have bought that. Right? Yeah. I have like eight of them right now. No, I'm joking. <laughs> but it happens. We make decisions. We, and instead of saying, God, give me wisdom. How do we walk in wisdom? Well, we're going to learn that today. Man's wisdom says this. He defines wisdom as using one's intelligence, creativity, common sense, and knowledge. I don't think God picked people in the Bible because of their, their intelligence or their creativity or their common sense or knowledge. He chose them because they were willing he chose them, and lots of times it's like, I have no clue what to say or what to do. And that's where God wants us, is saying, okay, God, give me wisdom. When we were doing construction, there would be so many times where you'd show up to a job site to install granite countertops, which we did, and I'd be like, okay, I must have cut that wrong. And there's no such thing as a granite stretcher. When you cut a piece of rock wrong, it's wrong. If you cut it long, you can cut it shorter. But once you cut it short, you either eat the cost and buy another slab and start over. Or you say, okay, God, give me wisdom. Is there a way out of this situation? How many of us have gotten ourselves in a situation where we need a way out? And no matter how much intelligence you have, how much common sense you have, how much creativity you have, you know you're not getting out of it. I've been there. I'm like, I've dug a pretty deep hole here. How do I get out? Well, first, you've got to put the shovel down. You can't just keep digging, expecting to get out of a hole, right? In Proverbs 1, verse 7, fear of the Lord is the foundation of true knowledge, but fools despise wisdom and discipline. There's been so many times in my life, even in doing what I would consider God's work, that I go, I've got this. Where I rely on my own strength, where I go, you know what, I have, I, I can do this. And you know what? God does give us intelligence. God does give us creativity. God does give us common sense. And he wants us to use it. I'm not saying that you don't use it. 
But what I'm saying is when we use it correctly, when we say, God, give me wisdom, help show me how to use this correctly. Show me how to walk in wisdom. If you have your Bibles, go ahead and turn to Proverbs 4. And we're going to go ahead and read this whole chapter. This week, on in Tuesday morning, I said, okay, God, what are you wanting me to share? He goes, go to Proverbs 4. And it says, my children, listen when your father corrects you. Pay attention and learn good judgment. For I am giving you good guidance. Don't turn away from my instructions. For I, too, was once my father's son, tenderly loved as my mother's only child. My father taught me, take my, take my words to heart, follow my commands, and you will live. Get wisdom, develop good judgment. Don't forget my words or turn away from them. Don't turn your back on wisdom, for she will protect you. Love her, and she will guard you. Get wisdom. Getting wisdom is the wisest thing you can do. And whatever else you do, develop good judgment. If you prize wisdom, she will make you great. Embrace her, and she will honor you. She will place a lovely wreath on your head. She will present you with a beautiful crown. I normally read this from my phone, so I apologize. But I want to go back. It says, don't turn your back on wisdom, for she will protect you. When we ask God, God, I need wisdom, guess what? Now you're asking for the protection of God. Love her, love wisdom, and she will guard you. Getting wisdom is the wisest thing you can do. Where does wisdom come from? It comes from God. Okay? We can have all of the earthly things, but guess what? When we ask, he's going to give it. When we say, Holy Spirit, give me wisdom in this situation. Give me wisdom on how to handle this situation. How many of you guys have had situations at work where you're like, oh my goodness, this isn't going to be fun. You know, I had to fire someone at work this week. No, I did not. It's just my dad and I and my sister. So that would be rough, wouldn't it? (laughs) Every once in a while, someone comes in. Hey, where's your sister? I fired her. What? It's exactly what they say. Well, she's the brains of this operation. I said, well, she might be the brains, but I'm definitely the face. Okay. (laughs) That's usually not true. My dad's usually the first face you see. So it says, Whatever else you do, develop good judgment. Good judgment. How many of you guys like judging people? <laughs> yeah. You, you see what they're wearing. You see what they're driving. You see how they act. You see this. And you judge them, right? I'm not the only one. Come on. Okay. But in asking God for wisdom, it gives us good judgment. And Chris's sermon last week talks about that. What do you do? If you can find anything that is beautiful, anything that is of God, don't pass judgment on them. But 
that's, that's, that's not the easiest thing to do. I'm guilty. I think we're all guilty of going, man, I judge someone for what they said. I judge somebody for cutting me off, which I have a really good story. Back in college, I was going to church on a Wednesday afternoon or Wednesday evening. I'm running late to worship team practice, and so I'm going a little faster than I should. And here I'm going past Sonic, and somebody pulls right out in front of me. I don't even think they looked. I think they just went, ooh, a cheeseburger, good. Turned right out in front of me. I swerved from the right lane to the left lane, and in bad judgment, I went, I flipped him off. In bad judgment, right? So then I'm like, man, they deserved that. And, I'm, I'm, and then I'm like, man, this car is following me. I pull into the church and the car does what? Pulls right into the church. And I realized later, you know, as soon as she pulled in that it's one of the ladies in the church. And I'm thinking that she's still looking at the cheeseburger and never saw that I flipped her off. Right? Thank God. She never said anything. She still loved me. She'd still give me hugs on Sunday mornings. And, but yet, bad judgment, right? Bad judgment. I'm running late. I'm doing things in my own. I'm just like, oh, instead I could be in the car going, okay, God, what do you have for me? God, slow me down. And, and maybe at that point it was a character issue that needed to be dealt with. How many of you guys have character issues that need to be dealt with? Okay. So asking for wisdom, maybe I didn't have time because that was just a free story. Okay. So. Let's go ahead and go to verse 10. And I just realized I don't have verse 17 in here. So, my child, listen to me and do as I say, and you will have a long, good life. I will teach you wisdom's ways and lead you in straight paths. When you walk, you won't be held back. When you run, you won't stumble. Take hold of my instructions. Don't let them go. Guard them, for they are the key to life. Don't do as the wicked do. Don't follow the path of evildoers. Don't even think about it. Don't go that way. Turn away and keep moving. For for evil people can't sleep until they have done evil deeds for the day. They can't rest until they've caused someone to stumble. That's my fault. In my notes, I missed 17. So let me, let me go ahead and just read the rest. They can't rest. The way of the righteous is like the first gleam of dawn, which shines even brighter until the full light of day. But the way of the wicked is total darkness. They have no idea what they are stumbling over. Wow. Listen to me and do as I say. I I sure wish I could do that more with God. You know, and as we build a relationship with God, and as we build a relationship with Jesus, and as we allow the Holy Spirit to speak to us, guess what? It's easier and easier to get to that point. The key to life, guard them. Guard wisdom. It is the key 
to life. Let's go ahead and go to verse 20. My child, pay attention to what I say. Listen carefully to my words. Don't lose sight of them. Let them penetrate deep into your hearts, into your heart, for they bring life to those who find them and healing to their whole body. Guard your heart above all else, for it determines the course of your life. Avoid all perverse talk. Stay away from corrupt speech. Look straight ahead and fix your eyes on what lies before you. Mark out a straight path for your feet. Stay on the safe path. Don't get sidetracked. Keep your feet from following evil. Guard your heart. There's so many times that I have to ask for wisdom. God, how do I handle this situation? And so much of that is when I find that place, God's guarding my heart. When I make bad decisions and I make judgments, I'm stepping out of the will of God and now my heart can be hurt. How many of you guys have been hurt by something somebody has said or something somebody has done? We've all been hurt. But so much of it, we can say, you know what? Hey, no, I'm going to stay. I'm going to ask God for wisdom. I'm going to ask God for wisdom in this situation. I'm going to rely on him. I'm going to allow his protection, his guarding to be there. In James 3, 13, if you are wise and understand God's ways, prove it by living an honorable life, doing good works, with the humility that comes from wisdom. If you are wise and understanding God's ways, how do we understand God's ways? You have to know him. My wife and I will be celebrating 22 years of marriage. I'm knowing, I know what she's going to say sometimes before she says it. I know what she's going to do before she does it. She knows the same thing about me. Why? We know each other. If, there's, if, if you're around someone for the first time and all the situation happens, you don't know how they're going to react, right? For us to walk in wisdom, we have to know who God is. So many of us just want wisdom and we say, God, give me wisdom. In the scripture here, at the end, it says, if you need wisdom... Ask our generous God and he will give it to you. He will not rebuke you for asking. He says, ask me for wisdom. But it's one thing to ask of God if you don't know who God is. What is the nature of God? Number one, God is sovereign. He is the boss, period. God is subject to no one. No one can tell God what to do or judge his actions. God is sovereign. Number two, God is holy. Holy is a Bible term that means set apart. God is separate from all other things and is 100% pure in everything. He is set apart because of who he is. Number three, God is powerful. The fact is, whatever God wants to accomplish, he can accomplish. If God can use a donkey to talk, he can use anyone in here. 
I'm pretty sure all of my Sunday school teachers, my youth pastors thought, if God can use a donkey, God can use Chris. No, I'm joking. (laughs) God can use me, right? The point is, when we understand the nature of God, I never, ever thought in in junior high and high school that I would be up here pastoring a church. It is not something I wanted. It's not something I sought after. It was something that God did because he's all powerful. Number four, God knows everything. He knows your thoughts. He knows our sins. He knows your innermost desires. He knows our destiny. Some of you have no clue that God has a destiny for your life. God has a plan for your life. Sometimes we just walk through life going, well, just the next day, just another day, just another day, not realizing that this is another day reaching for this goal. Maybe some of you guys know, maybe you've had a prophetic word or God has spoken to you something going, at some point in life you're going to accomplish this. I mean, I know of missionaries that said, you know, where God spoke to them, hey, you're going to go build churches. You're going to build schools. You're going to do this. You're going to do that. Now they have a goal that they're working towards because they have a destiny because God knows. God knew you before you were even formed. God loved you before you were even formed. Nothing can be hidden from him. Number five, God never changes. It says, for I, the Lord, do not change. I, the Lord, do not change. If he has spoken something, it's going to come to pass. If God has spoken something, it's going to come to pass. Now, it might be my job to say, hey, I'm going to help facilitate that. Or God goes, I'll go get someone else to do it. And sometimes that happens. We decide that we're going to do things in our own strength. We're going to step back and be like, yeah, I don't need God anymore. And God finds somebody else to walk a vision out. Let me get back to my notes. Number six, God is wrathful. God's wrath against sin is so great that he sent his son to die in place of those Who were to be redeemed. His wrath against sin. He hates sin. Does he hate the sinner? No, he does not. Has he given us a better way out? Absolutely. And he was so against sin that he said, I have to come up with a new plan. And he sent his one and only son to die for each and every one of us. Number seven, God is love. The love of God is eternal. Like his, it is never wavering, never changing. It never dies. His love is eternal. If we can just understand the nature of God, that he's sovereign, holy, all-powerful, all-knowing, never changes, wrathful and that he loves us guess what it's so much easier to understand and to be able to walk in wisdom it's easier for us to go you know what god holy spirit give me wisdom in this situation 
I know you are all powerful. I know this situation can change. I know that your words never change. I know that you are holy. Our husband, our wife, our kids, our co-workers, our friends, our neighbors need us to start walking in godly wisdom. They need us to step up and say, you know what? God, give me wisdom today. Does that mean that every decision throughout the day we give to God? God, I I don't know what to do. Please tell me, do I start the car or not? No, God's given us common sense. That if you need to get to work, you should go out and start the car. You don't have to ask God, "Do do I start the car? Do I put it in reverse or do I put it in drive? We don't do that, right? But if we were to get up in the morning and say, God, I need to walk in your wisdom today. Guess what? I guarantee your day would be different. I guarantee your decision making would be different. In a couple hours, we're going to go to the golf course. So, Lord, I need wisdom on which club to hit, okay? (laughs) The key to life is allowing God to have control. The key to life is saying, give me wisdom. Holy Spirit, give me wisdom. Is this making sense this morning? Let's all stand. The worst part is I feel like I have five more minutes to go. So maybe my wife just gave me the look. And, the, and asking God for wisdom, I'm going to go ahead and close the sermon. How about that? So, Father, we love you. Father, I am so thankful that you love us. And that you want us to walk in freedom. You want us to walk in wisdom. So Father, I ask that you would give us your wisdom. That as we understand your nature, that you are sovereign, holy, all-powerful, all-knowing, never-changing, that you are a wrathful God, that you are a God that loves us. As we understand that, that we can start walking in in more of your wisdom. I just want to challenge each and every one of us to ask for wisdom this week. Because we serve a God that is generous. In James 5 verse, in James 1 verse 5, it says, If you need wisdom, ask our generous God and he will give it to you. He will not rebuke you for asking. So Father, we ask for wisdom. We ask for wisdom. In Jesus' name, amen. If we can go ahead and have the prayer team come down.
If there's anybody here this morning, whether you need prayer in your finances, in your walk with God, if you are just needing wisdom, please come down and get prayer. In Jesus. Have a great week. Love you guys.